Hello, hotties. I hope you're keeping cool and staying sexy as the end of summer approaches. Welcome or welcome back to a short erotic sex story written and told by Lala's Bedtime Tells. I'm kicking off my latest podcast episode with a few quick announcements. If you haven't already, please show me your favorite erotic storytelling podcaster and erotica writer some love by giving the podcast a five-star rating and review. It's crucial that you review the podcast because as an erotic writer and storyteller, I am always interested in feedback and knowing your thoughts on the stories I share with you all. Also, it allows other erotica lovers and smut sluts like me and you to find Lala's Bedtime Tales erotic stories wherever they enjoy listening to podcasts. Do you want to help support this amazing erotic storytelling podcast? Do you love, love Lala's Bedtime Tales, but want more content, especially exclusive VIP level content? Then, Join Lala's Bedtime Tales exclusive Patreon community. Join the Baby Girl exclusive access tier for as low as $5 a month and receive a ton of exclusive content like episode soundtracks and playlists, early access and ad-free podcast episodes, behind the scenes of my writing process, a shout out on the podcast, voting rights of what stories deserve a continuation, video tellings of your favorite stories, or a first look at my new work. And that's just a few of the perks I'm offering. There are so, so many more. I have varying tiers to offer something for all of my favorite people. So if you want more of Lala, you enjoy smutty, erotic content, and all things sexy, then check out the show notes to join my Patreon. Do you ever wonder why women love spicy, smutty, or erotic romance? If so, then I'm spilling all the tea. Reserve your seat for Thursday, September 28th for the Beginner's Guide to Spicy Romance and Erotica. Yeah, that's right. It's backed by popular demand. And to kick it off, I'm offering my favorite listeners a special $10 off the workshop. But hurry, I'm only offering it to the first 10 people that sign up as an early bird special. You don't want to miss this workshop. You will learn all the sexy details about why spicy romance is a powerful sexual wellness tool and discover the best beginner reads to ease you into the saucy genre. You'll also receive guides, my erotic stories ebook anthology, and so much more. Check out the show notes for the link to reserve your seat today and the $10 off promo code. Also, if you love my erotic stories but would love sex advice, dating tips, and sexual health info, and spicy book reviews and recommendations, then be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Lala's Bedtime Tales, which the link can be found in the show notes. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to my podcast so you'll be alerted whenever there's a new sexy audio erotic tale for you to listen to for your pleasure keep listening because a sweet summer vengeance will be the sizzling hot way that you'll want to end your summer with an orgasmic bang hey love 
Your mental health is super important to me and I don't want to trigger anyone. So I'm just dropping in with another super quick message. This is a dark romance. So it deals with the following topics, bondage, discipline, sadism, and masochism, also known as BDSM. Dubious consent are dubbed con, and there are mentions of substance abuse, child abuse, and neglect, but none that occurs in the story. So, viewer discretion is advised. It's time for Lala's Bedtime Tales. Grab your wine, dim the lights, and get ready to listen to an oh-so-sexy bedtime story. I'm Lala, and I want to tell you an erotic story guaranteed to turn you on and get you hot and bothered. So, listen up. Hi, beautiful. Have you ever been so, so crazy in love that you're willing to do anything for the one that owns your heart? Well, in this story, Summer Monson wants to show her undying love to the man in her life. But how deep do the depths of her unconditional love go for this man? Or are there any lines she's not willing to cross? Let's dive right into the sexy end of the summer of so erotic tale to find out how deep is summer's love. So listen up. I hear the sounds of chains and my restraints rattling as I turn my face to get some relief from the torturous itch of my nose. I rub it against my shoulder until the irritating sensation subsides. I have no idea of what my surroundings look like, where I am, or even if I'm still in South Carolina. Hell, I may no longer be on US soil. My world had been submerged in darkness from the time I willingly entered the back of a black on black shiny Range Rover with illegally tinted windows. Before I could ask about my destination, A black burlap bag was shoved over my head, and I felt a sharp prick to the neck that had me slumbering within seconds. At least I could say my 18th birthday will definitely be one I'll never forget. Considering I made a deal with a woman more sinister than Cerise Lannister, but packaged in Chanel and dripping in diamonds. I try to rotate my wrist, but feel the thick leather cuffs digging into my skin, making it impossible for me to move in these restraints. I feel the cool air whisper against my naked flesh, causing the fine blonde hairs on my arms to stand up and my nipples to pucker. I know I'm naked, laying on a bed that feels like a cloud, which is a serious step up from the small RV mattress I've become accustomed to sleeping on with my surfer boyfriend in the van we call home. Anytime I move my legs, I feel leather cuffs around my ankles attached to a bar that spreads me wide open, exposing the pink wetness of my pussy, but doesn't allow me to close them for the modesty I most definitely crave. 
I hear the door to the room creak open and the heavy footsteps of the man that was my highest bidder. I can't see for shit due to the soft black silk covering my eyes, keeping this man's identity anonymous to me. I feel like a mouse and as if he's a cat, a cat that enjoys playing with his food. And he's choosing to make a meal out of this to ensure he gets his money's worth. Even though I felt my body tense with fear, I couldn't blame this man because for $5 million, I'd expect a woman to have nipples that sprayed diva vodka topped with a diamond encrusted pussy. As a high school dropout in a dirt poor runaway with not even two pennies to rub together and a negative bank account balance, I couldn't wrap my head around those with the luxury of having more money than cents. Where $5 million feels like five cents to you. I cringed internally to think that a couple of millions in a swift wire transaction was so insignificant to him that he wastes money that could help those less fortunate on pussy you could get anywhere else for much cheaper. I could literally hear my heartbeat roaring in my ears, feeling adrenaline rush through my veins. Never in a million years did I think I'd be blindfolded and chained to a bed after willingly auctioning my virginity off to the highest bidder on a supposed college scholarship website where revered successful businessmen mentored women and provided them with college funds to reach their fullest potential. I really allowed myself to fall into a black widow's lie-spawned web of a charismatic, gorgeous young woman with cruel, cruel intentions. That website is a glittery pile of horseshit disguised as a good deed to mask the true high-end call girl business that many would never know existed. I reached out to her thinking it was just a run-of-the-mill sugar baby dating website. Boy, am I a big old dummy. But I needed to save the life of my idiotic boyfriend, Ocean. He is a priceless treasure to me. My virginity? Amen. Ocean loves me so much, he understands I won't be gifting my body to him. And that didn't mean I loved him any less. We just desperately needed this fucking money. He's been so patient and kind with me that he'll wait a little longer to claim my body because he knows he is the only man that will ever own my heart. I hated being in a state of darkness. It gave me time to get lost in my thoughts. Thoughts so dark that Freddy Krueger couldn't even manifest the shit into people's dreams. No matter how hard I tried, my mind kept lingering on the depressing thought that even being chained to a bed and being used as a real life blow up doll would be better than any birthday spent with my shitty crack whore mother that rather shoot drugs in her veins after knocking me around than spend money on a cheap grocery store cake in celebration of the worst day of her life, my birthday. Anything was better than a life with that woman that didn't have a maternal bone in her body. 
I felt my blood boil as I heard the sound of a belt unbuckling and a zipper hissing open. My blood boiled with pure rage at my boyfriend, Ocean. Things hadn't been going smoothly in our relationship for a while now. Some days I hated him more than I tolerated him, but my heart continually disagreed with the voice in my head that told me to dump his sorry ass. I was head over heels in love with this fucking idiot and understood sometimes relationships felt like a lot of work. I hated feeling powerless and vulnerable. I vowed to myself once I left my egg donor's hovel of an apartment, I'd never feel this way again. But Ocean had forced me into this position because he got in bed with a very, very bad man. His life was on the fucking line if we didn't get the 100 grand he owed his dope supplier. The clock was ticking and he had seven days to pay up or he'd find himself at the bottom of the ocean with custom-made cement shoes. It's as if my senses are heightened with my inability to see or touch. I smell the minty, fresh, warm breath inches away from my mouth, feel the soft curls of the man's chest hair, and my nostrils fill with the delicious scent of expensive honey bourbon and a spicy, earthy, masculine aroma. His soft lips pressed to mine, causing me to let out a soft gasp. He takes this opportunity to plunge his tongue into my mouth, gently cradling my right cheek with his strong, calloused hand. Our tongues tangle. The man kisses me softly and passionately. It's a damn good kiss. I haven't kissed many men, but I feel my desire pull between my thighs as my nipples lengthen from the amazing sensation of his soft chest hair against my ice-cold skin. Unexpectedly, my body is drawn to his like a moth to a flame. I feel myself becoming more aroused as our tongues tangle when he deepens the kiss. I feel my heart race, not out of fear, but excitement about what's to come. Like many young women, I dreamt of this romantic, sexy scene of getting my cherry popped. Yet, I had tapered my expectations the day I posed in racy lingerie and even nude in some instances for the online bidding of my virginity. I wasn't enthused about losing my virginity to a stranger. But before I left school, I heard girls in my gym class openly gossip about their first times not being enjoyable. They described it as excruciatingly painful and exclaimed to one another that no woman orgasms their first time. Being armed with this knowledge made it easier for me to allow my childish, whimsical fantasies about losing my virginity to be squashed by the realities of my cold, hard fate. I plunge back into the present when his kiss turns from the soft, passionate, pleasurable kisses of a lover to the hard, painful, aggressive kisses of an alpha male eager to get what he's due. His hands roam from my cheek down to the column of my throat. He detours at my full, voluptuous C-cup breast. 
and he palms my right one while tweaking and kneading the left one until it's painfully erect. He breaks our kiss with a sharp bite to my plump bottom lip, causing me to groan in disappointment of the absence of his mouth against mine. Damn, I've never been kissed so well and thoroughly. He has my clitoris achingly throbbing with a single kiss. He peppers my jawline with kisses before sucking on the pulse point of my neck, causing the back of my spine to arch. I hear his muffled laugh as the restraints clank against the headboard and the bar between my legs spreads wider. I feel my arousal seeping onto the bed as my pussy gets wetter. The anonymous man runs his tongue over my clavicle and the valley between the perky globes of my breast. He sucks on my right nipple, whirling his tongue around it. The stubble of his beard against the sensitive skin of my breast as he suckles my erect nipple causes my hot, wet core to clench. I feel him pull away, sending tingles down my spine as he blows his hot breath on my right nipple. He abandons my right breast to toy with my left. His teeth gently graze it, causing a sharp pain that quickly becomes pleasurable when he soothes the sharp nip with his tongue. He sucks my left nipple as he slots my right, eliciting a throaty moan from my mouth. I begin to pant when he abandons my breast, licking hot ribbons of desire down my belly and swirling his tongue into my belly button. Who knew someone kissing and licking my stomach would feel so hot, so sexy, so damn erotic? Damn, your tight, pretty pussy is so wet for daddy, he whispers in a deep baritone voice. He runs his thumb over my throbbing, swollen clitoris, swirling the wetness around my slick folds, lubricating two of his big, thick fingers before sliding them into me. I gaps at the sharp intrusion, even though he isn't deep enough to stretch my hymen. His mouth finds its way back to my boobs as he thrusts his fingers into me painfully and relentlessly. He hits a pleasure spot, and I feel myself become more impossibly wet as he tortures me with his hot, wet mouth, latched to my nipples, and the way he finger fucks me with two thick fingers buried deep inside of me. I feel my legs begin to shake as he massages a pleasurable spot with his fingers in my pussy. I feel my pussy tighten around his fingers as I skyrocket into a world of pleasure, screaming at the top of my lungs. I experience unimaginable euphoria I never knew existed. Before I can catch my breath and make sense of this new experience, he folds me in half with my knees bent to my armpits and slams into me painfully gripping the metal bar that holds my legs wide open for him. I feel a sharp pain and let out a scream, feeling stuffed full of this man's enormous cock. I don't feel like I can move, shocked by this experience. 
Damn, this tight, wet pussy is worth every penny, sunshine. The anonymous man bellows, seated fully in me, allowing my body to get accommodated to the intrusion of his foreign, oversized manhood in my tight, wet pussy. He begins to thrust slowly at first, allowing the pain to blossom into an unbelievable, toe-curling pleasure. His breathing becomes labored as he picks up the pace, thrusting into me faster and harder. The metal bar digging into my rib cage as he fucks me like a demented, unhinged man. He savagely pounds into my pussy, smothering my petite frame into the soft bed. He must be a large man with a muscular frame as I feel him lean into me to fuck me deeper. He takes a nipple in his mouth, sucking hard. My clitoris hits his pelvis bone at this angle, and I can't help but moan. My skin flushing with heat as our sweat mingles from the rough fucking. I feel my hot, wet core clamp down on him as my orgasm explodes from my body, obliterating me. He thrusts hard into me one more time before grunting out his own sexual release. And I feel the bed shake with a thud when he collapses beside me. I'm panting, sore, and exhausted from being fucked so intensely for the first time. Damn, I didn't know if it was just him or if sex would always be this fucking amazing. He grabs me by the neck roughly. I'm unable to move with my arms still secured to the headboard and cuffed to the metal bar. I'm completely at his mercy. He whispers in my ear, Daddy's going to have a lot of fun this weekend with fucking you as much and however I want. I'm going to fuck you so rough and dirty that you won't be able to walk out of here on your own two feet. He gives me a pat on the cheek before I feel his big body rise off the bed. I realize he's left me in the state he found me, bound to the bed, in complete darkness. After I hear the door click shut behind him, I'm left in complete silence, once again alone with my thoughts. My heart threatens to beat out of my chest. How long was he going to leave me in here, restrained? I should be upset and fearful at this strange man's callousness and how he uses my body like a glorified fleshlight. But in a sick, twisted way, my pussy throbs with more excitement than pain. I am eager for him to introduce me to all the ways he wanted to fuck me. My 18th birthday had been better than expected. A couple of minutes after my highest bidder left me, a maid came into the room, unbound me, and helped me clean up. Even though I'm unable to explore the premises of the home, I'm living in a space fit for royalty. I'm locked away in a gorgeous mansion, living out a real-life fairy tale, like Rapunzel locked away in her ivory tower. My rooms. Yes, rooms meaning plural, are situated in the guest wing of this grandiose home, allowing me to have a private bathroom, living room, and master bedroom all to myself. 
I spent most of the day being waited on hand and foot by my personal maid, who's been bringing me delicious cookies, cakes, and the best damn lemonade I've ever tasted. I had never known a life of luxury and would more than likely never know it again. So, I spend the majority of the time living it up by watching cable trash reality television, soaking in the jacuzzi bathtub, and taking naps in that magnificent king-size bed. Yet, when the clock strikes 6 p.m., just like Cinderella, my fairy tale ends. My personal maid comes in with what she says daddy calls my special gifts. She holds the black silk blindfold, which causes my stomach to churn from a potent mixture of exhilaration and horror. In her other hand is a thick strap of genuine leather secured together with a circular piece of silver metal that gleams in the sunlight shining through the sheer curtains. It reminds me of a dog collar. Before I can ask what the fuck she's holding, she pushes me into the large bathroom to help me get dressed for daddy, who will be joining me in my rooms in 45 minutes. She curls my waist-length caramel blonde hair into loose beach waves that cascade down my back in soft tendrils. She makes up my face, giving me a deep ruby red pout and smoky bedroom bombshell eyes that make my green irises look even brighter. People tell me I have the sex appeal and the banging body of Kate Upton, but an innocent, fresh look like Lily Reinhardt. I finally see what people mean as I stare at my reflection in the mirror. This woman has worked her magic and turned me into a total sex kitten. I've never been hotter in my life. I'm stunned as she helps me into a sexy black lace sheer corset and matching pair of crotchless panties. I'm frustrated when she blindfolds me after going through all her effort to doll me up. I mean, what was the fucking point? I hold the protest back that sits at the tip of my tongue because daddy gets what daddy wants. He's made himself extremely clear that I must obey his orders from the messages he's delivered through my maid, even though I haven't seen him since he fucked me senseless the prior night. She forces me to my knees on the plush rug in the bedroom. My personal maid yanks my hands behind my back. I hear the clink of the handcuffs closing tightly around my wrist. I let out a frustrated whimper, hating the feeling of helplessness, the handcuffs biting painfully into the delicate skin of my wrist. I taste the cold metal as she slips the leather collar into my mouth, the silver O-shaped metal piece keeping my mouth wide open, like a gag without a ball. It wasn't an unpleasant feeling, but I knew I'd be drooling everywhere in a matter of minutes because of the inability to close my mouth. I sit on my haunches, submerged in darkness, my hands uncomfortable and clamped behind my back, and my saliva pulling into the valley of my tits that are thrust up to my chin. Once my maid has left the room, 
I sit in agonizing silence, waiting for my highest bidder to enter the room. The anticipation is slowly driving me insane because I'm extremely curious about what this man has in store for me tonight. I'd be lying to say this wasn't exciting. It was a nice break from the depressing reality I called life. Maybe in a past lifetime, I was a courtesan because I was enjoying my current state of reality a little too much. I hear heavy footfalls approach the door. My heart pounds rapidly against my breastbone when I hear the click of the door being unlocked. The handcuffs dig into my wrists as I sit with my spine a little straighter as the steps become louder until I can feel his authoritative presence looming over my petite, curvaceous frame. A big, callous finger lifts my chin and I feel his gaze on me, fiercely penetrating me through the soft black silk that covers my eyes. At that moment, I wish I possessed x-ray vision, desperately wanting to know what this anonymous man looked like. Is he old? Young? Is he Chris Evans hot? Or was he such a good fuck because he looked like Quasimodo, so the only way he could get women to want him was through a strong dick game in his bottomless bank account? While the mystery drove me insane, I had to admit it turned me on to be getting dicked down by a mysterious rich man. At first, I was fearful, but anytime the thought of the previous night entered my mind, my body had an uncontrollable visceral reaction. My body would become flush. My pussy would get so soaked, and I'd feel like my heartbeat had migrated to a heart thumping between my thighs. Tell me you want me to fill that mouth with my big dick, sunshine, the man demands, rubbing the pre-cum of his hard, erect cock around my lips. Due to the inability to close my mouth, I tasted the sticky saltiness of his arousal as it dripped down onto my exposed tongue. As I tried to say those words through the difficulty of my mouth being immobile, he lets out a harsh laugh and slams his big, thick, erect dick to the back of my throat. The sudden invasion of his dick in my mouth causes me to cough around his shaft. He wraps my hair into his fist to hold me in place as he begins fucking my mouth, making me choke on his dick. He tightens his grasps on my hair causing my scalp to painfully tingle as he roughly guides my head as he thrusts into my mouth, his dick sliding back and forth against my tongue, tickling my tonsils. His grunts fill the room, synchronizing with the sounds of my gagging as saliva drips out my mouth, dribbling down my chin and making a mess on the floor. My eyes blur with tears anytime he stops to hold his dick to the back of my throat, colliding with my tonsils. I feel them roll down my face as he fucks my mouth harder. Aren't you daddy's good girl? You take my dick just how I like it, pet. I love watching you choke on my cock like a dirty girl. The man's deep baritone voice raps between grunts of pleasure. 
His filthy words, that sexy as sin voice, and the way he dominates my mouth cause my pussy to get wetter, coating the inside of my thighs. Damn, I wish I could rub my pulsating clitoris that hungers for his skillful touch. I desperately wanted this mysterious man balls deep inside of me again. His balls draw up, hitting my chin as he picks up the pace in which he pistons his hips into my mouth. I feel his enormous dick twitch between my lips before the hot, slimy, salty ropes hit the back of my throat as he fills my mouth with his calm. He pulls his dick from my mouth, leaving just the tip of his manhood on my tongue, making sure every last drop of his semen makes it into my mouth. He pulls roughly on my hair, causing my head to tilt back. I love to see your tongue coated with my cum, he arrogantly declares. Since my lips are stretched open by the metal ring in my mouth, it's easy for me not to swallow, but I can't keep his cum from sliding out of my mouth and trailing down the same path as my saliva that's sliding down the valley of my cleavage. He pinches my nipples, causing a pleasurable sensation that outweighs the pain from the feeling of the lace rubbing against the overly sensitive, extremely erect buds on my chest. He palms my breast, lubricating my tits with the mixture of my saliva and his calm that continually drips from my mouth. I start to pant when I feel his fingers slide between the slick, wet folds between my thighs. He rubs his fingers around my clitoris, stroking it until I'm a writhing mess, desperate to fill his dick inside of me. He thrusts two fingers into my tight, hot, wet channel as he continues to toy with my nipples. Damn, daddy's dirty girl is so fucking wet for me, sunshine. He whispers his hot breath just a few inches from my erect nipples. My orgasm starts to build. I feel a tingle race down my spine as he sucks my right nipple into his mouth through the lace of the corset. My eyes roll to the back of my head. I start to squirm against his fingers, desperately wanting relief. But when I reach the precipice of pleasure, he rips his fingers out of my hot, wet, very, very needy pussy to thrust them into my mouth. My arousal hits the taste buds of my tongue, the sweet tartness of my essence mixing with what's left of the salty tartness of his semen. That's my good girl, he whispers. His hot wet breath against my ear makes me whimper from desperation from him cruelly leaving me on the precipice of pleasure. I'm so hot and so horny I feel like I may explode from sexual wine. He runs his dick between the valley of my breast where his cum and my saliva have collected. The anonymous man wraps his dick between my breasts and begins to thrust. He strokes my nipples until I'm delirious as he fucks my tits. I go off like a rocket, shattering into pieces as my orgasm hits me. My shrill screams of pleasure cause his dick to thicken between my breasts. He allows his dick to slip free from my tits, 
The ground beneath me tilts as he hoists me over his shoulder and tosses me on the bed. I yelp in pain as I bounce onto the bed with my hands still handcuffed behind me. I arch my back to relieve some of the discomfort of lying on my bound wrists as his heavy body lays between my thighs. He teases me with the swollen head of his dick positioned at the entrance of my desperate, sopping, wet pussy. I feel a sharp pain on my collarbone as something sharp digs into my skin like he's carving letters into my chest. He licks away the pain as he shoves into my hot, wet core. I let out a deep, throaty moan of pleasure, enjoying the feeling of being stuffed full of his enormous dick. My mysterious lover moves inside of me, slowly circling his hips, massaging my pleasure spot. His lips connect to mine, and I taste something warm, wet, and metallic on my lips, but I can't put my finger on it. He bites, licks, and sucks on the painful spot on my collarbone as he fucks me hard and rough into the mattress, giving my pussy a good pounding until I'm coming so hard I think I might pass out. He pulls out of my pussy as the last wave of my orgasm hits coming all over my tits. My mystery man rolls me over on my stomach, leaving me no choice but to lie face down in a pool of my saliva in the remnants of his calm, but I'm too sexually satiated and weak from my orgasm to care. I'm lost in thoughts of wanting to never leave this euphoric dreamland, a holy grail of luxury, living in multiple orgasms. I barely notice my wrists becoming free of the cuffs until he massages the filling back into them. Next, my anonymous lover undoes the snaps of the leather that's securing the ring in my mouth, providing me with some relief of finally being able to relax my stiff, sore jaw. I gaps in shock as I feel the soft black silk slip from my eyes. The realization that I'm no longer blindfolded gives me a surge of energy. I'm overcome with excitement to see this mystery man. Hell, he could look like Shrek and I'd be ecstatic to thank him for this amazing weekend. I quickly roll over and the handsome face I'm greeted by makes my blood run cold as fear creeps up my spine. His dark soulless eyes watch my expression. I quickly try to mask the horror that's probably written all over my face because my highest bidder is a dark and dangerous looking man. You're even more gorgeous than the images of you on your profile when you're all dirty, messy, and covered in daddy's calm. I've hoped you enjoyed your weekend with me because I fucking own you. I even carved my initials into your chest, little pet so you don't forget who your daddy is when we part ways. You'll be my property for the next five years and the deal you struck for a larger percentage of your payout. We'll be having fun, getting well acquainted over the next few years, he says with a sinister smirk, making me feel frightened, icky, and helpless. He gets off the bed, leaving me alone to sit with my thoughts. What the fuck had I done? 
And what strong, powerful, scary man had I sold myself to? He definitely wasn't someone I wanted to cross. Like with everything I've come to enjoy in life, I realize it's always a mirage masking something more menacing behind it. I really was starting to reevaluate my love for Ocean. My reality fucking sucked. I'd do anything to be locked away in my luxurious ivory tower, being deliciously dicked down by my handsome, mysterious madman. I had to take two city buses and walk three miles in the scorching South Carolina heat to meet Ocean at the abandoned warehouse that is the drop-off point for his dope supplier. I angrily tossed the black duffel bag at Ocean's feet, causing the wind to blow particles of dirt in the air, creating a mini dust storm that sends us into painful coughing fits. Ocean better be happy. I loved him to the ends of the earth and didn't want a bullet lodged into his brain to snuff the life out of him. The lengths I had gone to keep this man alive, I couldn't even bring myself to think about it. Ocean's honey brown eyes light up with a mixture of joy and relief as he crouches down on zipping the black duffel bag and counting to make sure all of the money he needs to clear his debts is in that bag. I'm not that much of a fool in love with this gorgeous man because I deposited 350 grand of my cut of the money into my bank account because I would only bail Ocean's careless ass out one time. If something like this ever happened again, I would have an exit strategy. A girl could only take so much bullshit, even from the man she loved. Damn, babe. There's 200 grand in this bag. You must have a magical snatch that I can't wait to taste. Ocean jokes, causing my skin to crawl, thinking about how willingly I sold my body to protect this man. I see fucking red. Hell would freeze over before I allow Ocean to touch me. The more I allowed it to sink in that I sold off my virginity to the highest bidder for this egotistical dumbass's debts. 50 grand in that bag is mine, Ocean, so don't get any fucking ideas. I ground out, ripping the black backpack off of his shoulders, divvying out 50 grand of the money and stuffing it into this backpack. Sure, whatever, babe. You deserve it. Moments like this, I remember why I love you so much, he says, his beautiful honey brown eyes softening as he turns his head to capture my lips. I feel my skin crawl at the thought of kissing Ocean, so I turn my head feeling the wetness of his mouth collides with my cheek. We both stand snapping out of this awkward moment as a gunmetal Rolls Royce with blacked out windows pulls to a stop in front of us. Damn, if his supplier can afford a ride like that, clearly I've been going after the wrong man. Ocean quickly shrugs his black backpack holding my 50 grand onto his back. He takes a stand of intimidation, holds his head high, and a stoic look crosses his face. He looks less like the laid-back sofa boy that I've grown to love and more like a dangerously sexy Arminian gangster. I step slightly behind Ocean, letting his over six-foot-tall muscular frame 
dwarf protect and hide my petite body from view. I peek over his shoulder watching two armed men exit the luxury vehicle before expensive Italian loafers hit the dark covered road. A muscular, tall, beautiful man steps out of the car. His appearance was masked behind a pair of aviator shades. Father, what the fuck are you doing here? It's not like you to show up to drops. I, I, I swear I was meeting Ronnie. Ocean stammers, the beautiful man's fist slamming into Ocean's gorgeous face, cutting off the rest of his statement. I hear his jawbone crack as he staggers back from the blow, dropping the black duffel bag that his father's men swoop in and pick up. You thought you could steal from me, you little shit? What the fuck are you, stupid? You chose to be broke and run off and pursue your surfer dreams. So, don't think you can pull a fast one on me and my men because you're hard up for money. You've been disowned. Fucking live with it or come back and learn the family business you're supposed to take over. Ocean's father growls, shaking his hand from the punch he threw and pulling out the crisp white handkerchief swear from his pocket and wiping the blood from his knuckles. Fuck you. I've never wanted to be one of your goons. Ocean shouts back, wiping the blood from his swollen lip as he peers angrily into his father's face. Tough shit, kid. You want to push drugs? Well, you should have gone to one of my competitors instead of running, who's being skinned alive as we speak. If you don't want to join him, then you'll make sure the next shipment comes in and it gets distributed appropriately, son. His father commands, whipping his sunglasses off his face as an intimidation tactic. He scrolls down into Ocean's unguarded face. <gasps> I gaps as both men look at me for the first time since their altercation. My eyes clash with beautiful honey brown eyes. I didn't make the connection until I saw Ocean and his father together. Ocean's father is my highest bidder. Not only did I fuck my boyfriend's father, but the sick fuck also took my virginity. I feel a rush of arousal fill my veins. My clitoris throbbing between my thighs, hungering for this man as a smirk pulls across his beautiful mouth in lustful recognition as his eyes peruse my body. He extends his hand and speaks. I'm this dipshit's father, Samuel Simonon. Nice to meet you, gorgeous. I wish we were meeting under more pleasurable circumstances, sunshine. My panties practically melt off my body when he calls me sunshine, filling my mind of all the ways he fucked me over the weekend. Ocean scrambles to his feet from where he's been knocked to his ass, slapping his father's hand away from mine and grabbing me roughly by the forearm. He gives his father a deadly look and sneers, don't ever touch, talk, or look at my fucking girlfriend again. His father tosses back his head with a menacing laugh, <laughs> holding his hands up in surrender and winking at me. I should be repulsed by his father's secret taunts, knowing the dirty secret we share. But I can only think about how much I want my boyfriend's dad to ram his dick down my throat and pound my pussy until I can't think straight. I'm stunned into silence that I can't do anything else but allow Ocean to drag me away from the man that would own my body for the next five years. Did Ocean set me up or is this just some cruel, twisted fate?
Saying that Ocean is pissed after dealing with his father is an absolute understatement. We sit on the beach together, grains of wet, warm sand squishing between our toes, the cool breeze dancing through our hair and kissing our skin as we watch the sunset over the ocean. I take a sip of my Bud Light as Ocean holds his beer can to his lip, trying to use the ice coldness of the can to reduce the swelling of the fat lip his father unremorsefully gave him. I'm sorry you ever met that prick, Ocean angrily mummers, the last glimmer of sunlight turning his beautiful honey brown eyes to a golden amber shade identical to his father's, the man that paid millions for my virginity. My pussy clenches and soaks at the mere thoughts of the night I spent getting fucked senseless by that sexy as sin madman. It's no big deal. I'm more concerned about how you're going to handle this mess that you're in, I responded, forcing my voice to sound more concerned than agitated by his reckless behavior. I'm a grown man. I can handle him and his bullshit. I've been handling my father's shit for many, many years. I would rather think about something more enjoyable, Ocean says, lowering the beer can from his lip and invading my space, pushing me on my back into the sand. I lay in the gritty wet sand with Ocean's muscular tatted body looming over mine. He lowers his head toward my face, never breaking eye contact, his eyes affectionately softening and pursing his lips, readying himself to soothe his pain with a kiss from my lips. His actions make me feel queasy as thoughts of the five-year debt I've racked up for his benefit enter my mind. The thought of doing anything affectionate or intimate with Ocean no longer made me feel butterflies in my stomach or my heart race. Instead, I felt revulsion and bow rise in my throat. God, I love this man, but his actions and the measures I had to take to save him loomed over our relationship like a dark, stormy cloud. At least for a while, if not indefinitely, I push at his broad chest, rolling out from beneath him. A loud, dry laugh erupts from his chest as he falls back into the sand, his hollow gaze staring up at the sky. I feel my blood boil with rage. How fucking dare he? This isn't a laughing, happy-go-lucky moment. I had to sell my fucking soul to save his life. A transaction that I would continually have to pay for the next half decade of my life. What the fuck is so funny, Ocean? I bark out, wanting to shove the wet sand in my hand down his fucking throat until he suffocated to death. I felt like that would be the only way he could feel my pain of being buried alive by a mess that I didn't cause. But I decided against it. Otherwise, all of my actions leading up to now would have just been wasted effort. Nothing. I find it ironic that you don't want me to touch you, the man you claim to love, but not even 24 hours ago, some strange man had his dick inside of you, claiming what was rightfully mine, he accuses, sitting up and glaring at me. I feel like all the breath has been knocked out of my body. When his life was on the line, he didn't bat an eye about me selling my body. 
Now that I had saved him, my good deed had been soiled because I used what was between my legs to save his life. Now that he knew he would live to see another day, he chose to paint me as the villain in the narrative in his head. Are you fucking kidding me? You say it as I went off with some rando and fucked them to spite you. I didn't want to auction off my virginity to some sick fuck on the internet. I did that to save your ungrateful ass. Oh, I've been waiting to find the right time to tell you this, but I have to make a deal with a madman to fuck old purrs for the next five years to get an advance of 10% of the profit because that 1% wouldn't have been enough to save your ass, douchebag. So yeah, you won't be getting pussy from me for the next five years unless you can free me from my deal. I yell at him, throwing sand in his face before standing and marching towards our van. I couldn't fucking believe this prick. I sold my dignity for this man, and he had the audacity to act as if I owed him some ass before the reality of my actions could fully set in on what I had sacrificed for him. I entered our van, slamming the door behind me and grabbing another cheap beer from the fridge. I lean against the small card table as I chug the beer. I think back to earlier that day, wishing I had been able to join my highest bidder in his Rolls Royce rather than being dragged away by Ocean's ungrateful, entitled ass. Apparently, I had picked the wrong Simeon man. At this moment, I'd do anything to be locked away in my ivory tower with Daddy Simeon. Maybe my relationship with Ocean had run its course. I had fallen hard for hot surfer boy Ocean Simeon. Feeling like I won the lottery when he showered me with adoration and moved me into his van. His kindness had not only stolen my heart, but tethered me to him for a lifetime because I felt like I was indebted to him. All because I no longer had to be homeless and was living with someone who actually gave a damn about me, unlike my crack whore egg donor. But I paid my debts tenfold after this act of selflessness. I didn't owe Ocean shit anymore. I had enough money to start over somewhere away from him. Hell, maybe I'd book a flight and run away from the Simonyan man and the woman I owed a debt I had to pay with my flesh by the pal. Fuck Myrtle Beach. It never felt like home anyways. It was filled with nightmares, trauma, and heartbreak for me. I crushed the empty beer can furiously with my hand and chunked it into the trash bag sitting in the corner by the door. I started grabbing up what little belongings I had and piling them on the bed so I could begin packing to start a new life. I'd be gone before Ocean even made it back to the van. I peered around the trailer in search of my black backpack that Ocean had worn on his back today, but I saw it nowhere in sight. Damn him, he probably still had it on the beach with him, stewing in his fucking misery. I head towards the door to the van, not wanting another confrontation with my jackass, soon-to-be ex-boyfriend, but I had earned that fucking 50 grand, not his bitch ass. 
As I reach for the handle, I hear a loud boom that flings me on my back, my head hitting the ground hard and leaving me sprawled out on the floor of our van. The sound of the door slamming against the van's wall reverberates through the tiny space as I'm sworn by multiple men dressed in all black from head to toe with assault rifles pointed at my head. Shit, my day couldn't get any fucking worse. DEA, stay on the ground. Roll over and put your hands behind your back. Now. One man screams at the top of his lungs from his adrenaline rush. His spittle flies all over my face as I roll onto my belly. I hear the clink and the sharp bite of the handcuffs as they secure them around my wrist. I had only worn handcuffs one other time in my life, but I'm sure this time went in in pleasurable ecstasy. My heart beats so hard, I'm scared I'm going to go into cardiac arrest as I'm roughly hauled out of the van and placed under arrest. Fucking ocean is nowhere in sight as the DEA agents dragged my ass to their unmarked police vehicle. The sky was practically dark, but the beach was deserted. This would be the second time in less than a week that I'd be having to pay the hefty price for ocean's crimes. I am a fool for loving the wrong man. He didn't give a fuck about me. Clearly, he'd taken my cash and ran. I sat in the back of the police cruiser fuming. People always said there was a thin line between love and hate. And they were right. Ocean felt the weight of my undying love for him. But now, now, he'd be the victim of my all-consuming hate. If I ever see the light of day again, Ocean would fucking pay. How dare he betray my love and loyalty to him? If he thought he had enemies to fear, he would be in for a very, very rude awakening. Well, it seems like the depths of Summer's love float deep, but just for the wrong man. If Summer was willing to give everything she owned to protect the man she loves, then will her payback know no bounds? Hmm. I guess we'll just have to see next week if Summer will ever see the light of day again. And if so, will she be out for blood? If you can't wait, then join my exclusive Patreon community to listen to part two. Until next time, hotties. Ta-ta for now. Oh, so hot and sexy bedtime stories from Lala Bedtime. Thanks for tuning in to this week's erotic tale. For more erotic stories, sex tips, love advice, and sexual education, check out lalasbedtimetales.com and add me on Instagram for more erotic and sensual content at Lala's Bedtime Tales. Please comment and share your fave sexy bedtime stories with erotica enthusiasts like you and me. Ta-ta until next time, sexies. <laughs>